0: Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome Mac and JC to the show today. Wow. <laughs> Mac's all excited back there. Got his big mouth in a big old fat yawn when I, as I was coming on. Ha ha ha. So, hey, JC, we got people from Bakersfield, California in the chat room today. Great. Lots and lots of people from north, south, east, west, everybody wanting to find out about the dueling slates of electors. Ooh, that was
1: dueling slates.
0: Dueling slates.
1: Wow.
0: You need some kind of, you need one of your little banjo esque things going on. A little bit of uh, uh, deliverance music back there, the dueling slates. Although you did your nice little song about how the devil went down to oh, Georgia. Lord.
1: So we're getting close to being over with the drama? No,
0: or? we are not. You know we got a whole new drama unfolding.
1: Great.
0: It's actually a, a bit of a misnomer to call it new. It's actually a drama that has happened before. True. Um. And now the shoe is on the other foot. So, of course, now it's treason, traitorous, and seditious. When the Republicans are engaging in the methodology of dueling slates of voters, when in the past, and it was actually the 1876 election, where the Democrats engaged in the dueling slate of elector voters. Interesting. It is very, very, very interesting, actually, the whole thing. I'm I'm fascinated by the whole thing. I think this is this is absolutely great. This is for a historian living in this, I, like I am. You know, I mean, seriously, this is this is just crazy. This is just absolutely crazy. So, JC, before we get into the dueling electors, we want to get everybody a chance to get into the room today. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, people agree with me now. What's that? That William Barr is not somebody to be trusted okay now all of a sudden everybody's like hey why is that you know we need to get rid of bar bar needs to go bar is not a constitutionalist bar doesn't respect america blah 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 blah. well
1: things take time
0: things take time (laughs) man i was talking to a friend today and i said you know life would just be a whole lot easier if people just agreed with me from the get-go isn't that right jc
1: yes Agreed.
0: <laughs> Man, this is amazing. Everybody's happy to see Bargo. And um, he is always, yes, Val, Val. Val agrees with me. Val always agrees with me, though, doesn't she? That he's always been a swamp rat. But. That's because she knows. Disappointed in Barr. I am not disappointed in Barr, Marilyn, because I knew who he was from the very beginning. So, JC, I saw you pulled up this article, and I went ahead and read it because I thought it was really kind of fascinating, this whole uh, attack. And this is what I was talking about, this whole – it's amazing because my my research for today's show just sort of blended right into this article. Did you have this up on the screen because you read it?
1: I just skimmed it. Yeah? Yeah?
0: So what we have is a situation where the uh, Democrats are now calling Republicans who want to challenge the election as traitors. And I thought was really interesting about this was not just simply that, you know, they're, they're calling them out, the people who wanted to challenge, you know, of course, Chris Christie is I don't, how does chris Christie even still fall into the category of being a Republican I, I don't I don't know how that's even possible the man is uh, I'm is, pretty sure the
1: requirements are simply register
0: yeah obviously the you requirements are name. not being a having a yeah, spine just,
1: no you just write your name on a piece right. of paper and you're a Republican
0: you're a Republican now the or Democrats whatever. they keep up with their people a little they hold a tighter rein on their people if you're a Democrat and you start jump in the rails, they start beating you down, man. And so what I found was interesting, maybe you can chime in here as well, was was not just simply how they were calling them out. <laughs> Did you like this word authoritarian skullduggery? Do you know what skullduggery is? I don't know what that is. I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, um, Uh, there, There is tension in defending the election outcome, recognizing Biden's win and denouncing the ridiculous lawsuits, but not separating from seeking to hold accountable or disowning a party that is behind this authoritarian skullduggery. They're letting their fellow Republicans off the hook because they still have not grasped that the duty to country should always outweigh the duty to party. I just. How do you even give these people any kind of credibility? The duty to country, coming from liberal leftist Democrats, the duty to country outweighs the duty to party. I, I, I am amazed at how crazy this is. But here's the thing. This is what attracted me. What do we do about it? Maybe the media outlets should refuse to have as guests any of these known liars and anti-democratic Trump idolaters. So we cancel culture. Cancel culture, mm-hmm. right? But we're going to we're 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 full-fledged. I think this is I don't know, JC, give me tell me if I'm wrong, but I think this is simply an indication of of the degree of Uh, I I don't know the word of where we're headed when Biden becomes president. Yeah, because cancel culture is going to be completely unleashed, unleashed. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. Jack says skull put up the skull diggery duggery for us. Learn to pronounce
1: Pastor Hanson posted that as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Underhanded or unscrupulous behavior. Yes. Underhanded
0: or unscrupulous behavior or trickery.
1: Skull duggery. Because
0: the left has never been involved in any of that. You wouldn't call I, I the election even, fraud skull dugger, duggery, would
1: you? I, I, you know, and I scanned this article enough to get the sense of that, and I, I just don't even hear that stuff. It's so preposterous. It's so hypocritical. I'm like, it's just noise to me. Blah 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 blah. That, that these Democrats are to even. I I can hardly <clears throat> even say it with a straight face. That that duty to country goes before duty to party. I mean, give me a break
0: Come see on. yeah 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 that's great here we go but I, now i can't
1: take comments from Dem- like that from democrats seriously okay.
0: but look at this jc not only should yes. the media yeah. refuse now we need the house of representatives to completely blacklist these people and give them no voice, right? Mm-hmm. So where's the duty to country, the duty to democracy, when you're talking about disenfranchising entire districts in the House of Representatives? Yeah. See the hypocrisy li- it exists in their own article. I don't know. I, I realize that I'm just being Captain Obvious here. But I think it's important that we maintain this understanding that these people, it's mental, it's brain damage. It has to, there has to be some mental disorder. This is, this is psychotic behavior.
1: All I can say is steal yourself for what's coming. Say that again. Steal yourself for what's coming. This is just, I think this is just, uh, this is an indication, just as you said. Mm -hmm. This is. uh,
0: Nancy Pelosi says 126 members signed on to this lawsuit brought dishonor to the House. Due process is dishonor to the House of Representatives. Engaging in your rights is dishonor. And that's not country, right? That's not putting country over party. But that's what they say. Let me give you a little bit of, uh, of a history lesson here, okay? So um, what we have are uh, these things called uh, slated electors. And what we now have is a situation called dueling electors. So I have these, I pulled up these tweets for you on my suspended Twitter page so you guys can see them. Nevada GOP electors cast ballots for Donald J. Trump, declaring him winner of six electoral votes in in Nevada. But there were separate six votes from Nevada cast for Biden. And so this is what we call dueling electors. So what happens? What is a possibility to happen? Which what happened in um, 1876? you have the election of 1876, and I pulled it up here. Uh, the The election is between uh, Republican nominee Rutherford B. Hayes and Democrat Samuel J. Tilden. And in seven, 1876, there was... Now, let me read this straight for you. In Florida, with floor, four electoral votes, Louisiana with eight, and... You have then uh, South Carolina with seven. These elections were f- were marked by enormous electoral fraud and threats of violence against the re- Republican voters in 1876. The most extreme case was South Carolina where an impossible 101% of all eligible voters in the state had their votes counted, 1876. This is why I've been trying to tell people this is not the first vote in which we have had fraud, okay? Mm. This is not even the first vote where we've had enormous fraud. So what happens now with Florida, Louisiana and South Carolina? What we have is 20 electoral votes that are now contested because of this election fraud. So what happens is the Democrats, the the Republicans get their slated electors, but the Democrats then put forward their slate of electors for the Democrat presidential candidate. His name is Samuel Tilden. And it created this situation where the governor uh, slated certified votes from one side and the legislature's certified votes for another side. Mm-hmm. And so both slates were sent to the Senate president to be counted in 1876. Which tied everything up because now they're like, which slate do we choose? How Which slate actually is the true electoral college?
1: Well, Michigan, apparently they had police blocking the GOP electors from even entering.
0: No, I actually have the video. You guys want to see the video? I have the video. Here we go. Oh, I have to. Um, I got to do the magic screen share here.
1: For the capital commission, for the governor's office, for the oh, did of you turn our
0: sound down over there? For
1: the, for the I did. Summer, the capital is closed unless you have an office that can business today, or if you are taking part in the electoral college process, anybody else is not permitted to come in this the camp. Electors. are electors. More electors. More electors. are electors. The electors they are already so, yeah, so, well, we here, they've been checked in. Not all, so all the so electors are inside. is all, all sixteen electors that we've been advised
0: by the governor's staff that we're going to be here to
1: vote electoral college have been checked in or are here. But the GOP so electors, are, uh, the I'm the electors, I'm sorry. Yeah. Captain. Sir. Yep. Forwarding. Forwarding. Yep. For the Capitol Commission, for the governor's office, for the Speaker. Of
0: the- so there you have, in Michigan, refusing to allow the electors, the the, Repub- the GOP oh, electors, the- into the uh capital to cast their votes,
1: which is not part of the process. That's no not a stipulation. No, that's so not these, a stipulation. Guys they're making up they're making stuff up.
0: Yeah. Well and but
1: people are so ignorant. Right. Like all the reporting is what what these people are doing is somehow an aberration. Mm-hmm. But it's actually the other way around.
0: Right. And the reality is is that you have a situation once again that's created chaos because of the uh, because of the confusion in law on what exactly is the purpose of an elector, right? right? How do the electors vote? I told I, I, I've been trying to teach from day one. I've been trying to teach since before this, even in my electoral college class that we've had online now for over a year. You have to understand that the electors are not supposed to be dictated by party they're supposed to be guided by the popular vote within their district so that each each elector votes to the district not to the popular vote of the entire state and not as the party dictates but going back to
1: 1876 this i'm just have to say that the whole electoral this whole procedure, every, mm-hmm. everything revolving around the election and what what how the election is supposed to function, according to the Constitution, uh, is absolutely broken beyond recognition. Yeah. And, and I believe beyond repair without something extreme.
0: Yeah, I and don't I'm
1: afraid that's where we're that's where we're headed. So if you become so lawless right. and then continue to refuse uh, to follow the law or even 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 to know it like mm-hmm. this this guy this puppet whatever he is standing in the doorway to even know what you're talking about just be some robot that takes orders from the whatever commission governor's commission whatever right. he said um you continue so it, basically you have the populace continually trying to engage like basically going down the list check off the list Mm-hmm. list of all the legal things all the things you do in a republic all the things under the rule of law that they continue to say nope nope not an option uh, you eventually get down to no options right which means one option that's the danger of this whole situation
0: well i think i think there's some value in understanding the history there's some value in understanding that there are remedies still available this before we get to that no, there, that end option. No but question. You but have every
1: to. Every time you cross a bridge. Yeah. You're checking another one off.
0: Right. The list Absolutely. is not
1: exhaustible.
0: Absolutely. And Absolutely.
1: That is. I'm afraid where we're headed. If, if 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 we keep. This is the pattern that continues. Again, the list is not exhaustible.
0: So Dragon's and telling. The
1: government's not listening.
0: Dragon's telling The the answer to your question is this. The legislators are to create the laws that select the electors, but that doesn't mean the legislators themselves select the electors. Hmm. They could create a law that says the governor does or whatever. Uh, but what we have to understand here is that, that these things vary from state to state, Right. And so, are they following the state law? Or are they not following the state law? In 1876, you had these dueling electors in Florida, uh, Louisiana, and North Car and South Carolina. And what happened was it tied up the whole election, J.C. And people were like, "What do we do?" Well, what happened was the and this is this is another indication that. It's a party thing and not actually a constitution thing, right? In 1877, the parties came to a compromise. It's actually called the Compromise of 1877. And in this compromise, the Democrats decided that they would repeal their or or pull back their uh, electoral, their dueling electors with the Understanding that the troops would be removed from Florida, Louisiana, South Carolina, ending the Reconstruction period. Mm -hmm. So you have you have the Democrats upset because Rutherford Hayes has won. You have the Democrats upset because the federal government is pushing Reconstruction in these states by force after the Civil War. So they send up their dueling electors to confuse the system. Remember, this is the Democrats doing this now. Nobody's nobody's saying that they were being seditious in history. Nobody was saying that they were trying to destroy the country or putting party over country or how it was, because that's the Democrat Party's history. And so what they did was they engaged the deal was called the Compromise of 1877, which awarded all 20 electoral votes to Hayes in return for the Democrats acquiescence to Hayes election. The Republicans agreed to withdraw federal troops from the South, ending the Reconstruction. So this has happened before. Yeah, We've had elections with with crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, fraud before and we've worked it out before and this is what needs to happen now we need to work out. it out
1: well you work something out Tom- yeah. Thomas Jeffrey you're exactly right so yeah um, yeah I'm just afraid you know and people are frustrated and and get to, get to the end of their rope you're dealing with such an ignorant populace right a massively ignorant populace yes that they will not comprehend what you're fighting for right um so right yeah
0: well and that's part of the problem that's what that's exactly what samuel adams said No people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. But on the contrary, when the people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. We are bringing about our own destruction because we do not understand how it's supposed to work and and the ignorance has injected so much confusion jc that i have to admit i'm not sure that we have the 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 knowledge and the courage to actually follow through the way it's supposed to work Mm -hmm. i mean it takes first off it takes knowledge which which we try to give here which there are people out there trying to give the knowledge but in in tandem with that knowledge, you have to have the courage to see it all the way through, right? And this is this is a long story thing, and I don't know if I'm going to tick off some people or not. But here's the problem: martial law and the show of
1: federal force is not the courageous thing to do. Well, mar- martial law is asking it's it's asking the federal government to hand i mean it's just that's yeah it's a right but that is a weird thing it's a different thing i don't it's a strange to be asking and i guess people think the army or whatever that it's just a whole nother deal
0: i wish people knew history because that never works out well never works out well come on
1: I, i don't know even even if you're an advocate so let's think in historical terms uh even if, you know, 1776 and and they're talking revolution, it was the people, right? I just, I don't get, you know, because basically you're sort of advocating time to take up arms. Why, Why are you advocating time for the military to take up arms under the federal government and throw out due process and that sort of thing? So, but there's this assumption that, you know, all the military will be on the side of whoever is advocating that. And I just, I don't, uh, I don't know that that's the case anymore. So I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a solution to me. I don't, but we've already, we've beat that horse about martial law and people have their
0: people. Know, well, but people martial know. law is the suspension of the constitution It is the suspension of our rights. And I find yeah. it, I find it, somewhat naive to think that that suspension of rights will not be reflected on us
1: no I, and what that I'm, we'll
0: somehow maintain our rights
1: no but what i'm saying i mean in the may, midst maybe of all i'm that. maybe i'm just a little more radical i mean the thing is i'm not at i would i would not ask for martial. okay hey federal government can't go and do this you're still asking somebody else to fix your problems if if i'm if we ever get to the point where it's a matter of take up arms mm-hmm. it's we take up arms yeah i'm not gonna be asking portions of the federal government to do this so martial law martial law is so mar, and i'm not saying martial law is not a legitimate thing it is but martial law is the intent is the that the whole system is broken down you know law enforcement is not functional Courts course not functional you call it the military and you know, a lot of times the idea of foreign invasion—you call it's out the, the military to—it
0: is the case God, of last resort. Well,
1: disorder, right? Right.
0: We are not at the last resort yet, and I think that's part of the part of, and again, I'm just going to make people mad, but I think that's part of the problem. I think in my study of the history, in my study of all of this, I have to believe that yes, Biden is bad. Yes, Kamala Harris is bad. Yes, they are beyond bad. But we have not done everything that we need to do to get to the case of last resort. And we have we have been subject to really bad presidents before. And I just can't see throwing the baby out with the bathwater when we haven't even talked about how we're going. We haven't even started doing anything that is within the realm of the people on the local level yeah we're still petitioning the courts on the federal level we're still begging for the supreme court we're still begging for the federal government to do its job when will we wake up and start doing what we're supposed to be doing at home when are we going to take charge of our own states When are we going to take charge of our own counties and stop begging for the kingdom to come and rescue us? Because here's the historical truth. Thomas Jefferson called it a self-evident truth. Alexander Hamilton called it an oracle of truth. Patrick Henry called it the lamp of truth. And here is the fact. The sword that you put in the hand to protect you will become the sword that cuts you down.
1: Well, I still, and I, and I agree with you. I I'm definitely, I mean, I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. It's definitely frustrating and angering.
0: It is Um, angering. It is frustrating. But what's the frustrating thing, JC, is this. Let's do the the things things that we can do. Right. The things that can work the best. Come on guys. Suing. I told you. I mean, for for eight years, we've been doing this show now, eight stinking years. And I have I have been saying for eight years, putting your faith in the Supreme Court is misplaced. It is errant. It is not good. Now, am I saying you don't sue? No, I'm saying that you do because you have to check these boxes and show that you've done everything that you can do. But you should not be heart wrenchingly busted when the Supreme Court doesn't do their job.
1: Yeah, this well, this and this has been the battle where we've fought um, amongst ourselves, shall shall I say, th- th- this entire last four years. There's been an inordinate focus on saviors at the federal level. It's all, all these various executive orders are going to be the thing to save us. The, you know, the Supreme Court's going to do this. The president's going to do that. It's all been, it's been sad to me to see such a federal focus by our fellow patriots. And then as you've warned, those federal, um, saviors that we all Mm -hmm. counted on all these moves and people have failed one right after the other, as you, you've been saying, don't depend on those things. Don't trust on those things. That's not your answer there. And we're watching them fall like dominoes. They've had that's no what's effect whatsoever. Now it's all oh, let's let's martial law and blah, blah, blah. There's Which is once again,
0: the federal government. Yep. Once that, again, the federal government. That's, and that that's sword is going to slit your throat.
1: That's what's important
0: can I just go ahead, JC, and and just put this up here real quick and just remind people what we have, because I don't want people saying Chrisanne's all talk. There's no solutions. look. We are investing now tens of thousands of dollars and man hours to teach you the solution. I hope you realize it's not enough for, at this point, eight years of teaching this. I hope people realize it's not enough that JC and I know the solution. That's not enough. So I want you guys to, I'm going to show this just one again today so you guys can see. We have the solutions coming and we need your support. (laughs) Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to
1: teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist.
0: Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it.
1: Every turn of event through history hinged
0: we have a chance to fight without bloodshed but every time we comply we establish a future where our children will not have that option
1: why do we sit down when all should be standing and why do we
0: we need to i need everybody to to promise me you're going to go to that that website noncompliantmovie.com today and sign up. Give us whatever you can. Sharing doesn't cost you anything. Spreading this everywhere will not cost uh, cost you anything. But there is always an option for you to also donate and support. I don't know if we have some billionaires out there that need a end of the year tax deduction, but the movie is a nonprofit movie, and we will get this solution out. But it occurred to me, JC, when I watched this again. I mean, I'm the one teaching it, but it just occurred to me. In that statement, when I said, We have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply, so they will be free. The local option, the state and local option, as opposed to the federal option, fighting for the state and local option is what makes us free, JC. Mm-hmm not begging for federal government, begging for federal government, begging for federal involvement in whatever level is what enslaves our children. Our freedom exists in the local governments. Our freedom exists in self governance. You are never going to get self governance when you're invoking the federal government to fix all your problems. And that's why we're doing the non-compliant movie. That's why because we need to see this. Our focus should always be about keeping our future generations free. Not taking the easy way out, not taking the quick way out, not taking out the you know, the, the, the glorious way out but taking whatever it takes to make sure that we secure what god-awful liberty we have left and then expanding it through our actions, right? That's what we have to do. Ex- we got to hold on to what we got. Right now, the only solutions I'm seeing out there, even in the conservatives, is let's give up what we've got so maybe we'll get it back.
1: Well, that that's... Yeah, I, I, you mean the, the chatter? That's certainly mm-hmm. not what we're seeing. We, right. we were just with groups. We were oh, just yeah. a group yeah, that yeah. organized. We've been with the several, chatter
0: in the social yeah, media, we've been even with, in our, our room.
1: Many um, groups, you know, expanding their organizing, strengthening right. their organizing at state and local levels. Um, we just sat with a state senator um, creating, Creating a uh, what I think will be a very powerful, influential organization um, for state legislators. Um, we we talked to that state legislator personally. So this is what we've I we've talked this to is people about hope,
0: creating legal coalitions right. and
1: yeah. We just started a we just, you just started your own nonprofit legal foundation, which is hmm. on this this movie to um, fight. you know, take cases and fight for, uh, fight for people's rights.
0: So it's Liberty Liberty first, First. go ahead.
1: Yeah. Liberty first dot legal Liberty first legal. Um, we're going to be the righteous patriotic ACLU basically. But, uh, what, what I, what I hope, one of the things I hope comes out of this, and I understand, you know, as far as the election and, and federal level stuff, it's, it's not over, it's not a done deal. Um, but what I really would want to see happen. One of the things is, is just that people, how should I say this? I I don't know a better way to say it. People give up on the federal level. Yeah. I mean, come to that realization, the federal, all of these federal uh, solutions are broken. Stop. And so I, I, I'm really praying that there's a massive shift that this sort of punch in the face will turn Patriots back, to their state and local level, where that we have to build from the bottom up. Yes, the way they pulled the rug out from under us was at the state level. All of all of these, ele- yes. all of this federal election issues mm-hmm. are at the sta- state level. Yes, all of this COVID issues have at been at the state and local level. level, and the reason they were able to to really clamp down and do what they've been able to do in these two events is because we've been focused at the federal level, completely disconnected from state and local politics. They built this while we weren't involved, while we weren't looking, and bam, they've taken the legs out from under us. And and we're still, still, while they did this at the state level, demonstrating against us that the power was at the state level, right. we are still begging for federal solutions to this very minute. So. Absolutely bonkers, people.
0: So Lynette, there is a way to nullify unconstitutional laws. That's what the non-compliant movie is all about. And I just want to be clear about something. Non-compliant movie is not Chris Anne making some crap up because she sat around and thought about it. Non-compliant movie is based on the words of our founders, the words of those who gave us our constitutional republic. That's why the movie is so important. It's not about what Chris Anna Hall said. It's about what our founder said, what those who wrote our constitution said. And we have got to understand, we've got to get back to the state and local. Barr uh, was never a state and local guy. Was never a constitutional guy. We said that from day one. I was attacked uh, rocks and, and stones and arrows for coming against Barr. And now all of a you sudden. You attacked
1: for coming against John Bolton before I was attacked. Trump fired him. And yeah. then once Trump fired him, it was like, what?
0: I was got. I, uh, <laughs> do you remember the backlash I got for talking out, uh, for telling, trying to tell people the truth about Sessions? right seriously but Trump Jewett him. Donovan Jewett thank you if it were not for corruption of powerful positions held by man our system of government as first conceived would work perfectly in favor of posterity a republic if you can keep it said Benjamin Franklin but you know what Jonathan Jewett this is the part that we miss what did that what did Benjamin Franklin say a republic if your governor can keep it A republic if your president can keep it. A republic if the Supreme Court can keep it. No, he said if you can keep it because the responsibility has always been at the individual level.
1: Well, and keep it implies a fight. Government is always activity. Government's always a fight. It always will be. You're not going to be able to be at peace with government because, you know, just just Government is inherently a power structure and it's going to attract people who want to use that power mm-hmm. for their own advantage yeah. and to control people. So yeah. if you're going to have government, right, then it's always going to be a fight. Right. Right? And the, the alternative is, you know, no government with hopes of some utopian idea, but guess what? That's going to be a fight too. Yeah, You're still going to have to fight. In that case, you're just mostly going to be fighting on your own and with now, smaller numbers.
0: Now, John Thomas Jefferson said it in Latin, but I'll tell it to you in English. He said, I prefer the tumult of liberty to the peace of servitude. He went on in many other places to say, if you're living in peace with your government, you are living in servitude because there is always a, There should always be a struggle with government. There should always be. Because here's the thing. The desire of those in power is always antithetical to the individual liberty. Mm-hmm. So you must be in struggle with government in order to maintain your individual liberty. And that's not a punching fight in a constitutional republic. That's not... Swords and rebellions every twenty years. For Pete's sakes, that's why we said no more kings in 1776, so we wouldn't have to pick up swords every twenty years. Well, it, in the Constitution, the yeah.
1: I well, mean, and as, that's as it. We began to to. Uh, as the left has begun to rebuild the nation in the image of monarchy yes that's why we head back in that direction that's why the brakes have to be put on
0: let's not just throw the left out there there's plenty of republicans out there who have built this monarchy the way it is right so the the solution has been since benjamin franklin said uh a republic if you can keep it is what we do every day one of the most frustrating things JC is people saying I'm sick and tired this I, I vote and, and nothing works the voting is broken and I think what we're seeing because this election thing has turned into a complete fiasco you have people going this is this they, they equate the loss of America to the faulty function of our voting system. Well, I'm sorry. The loss of America is not tied to the faulty voting system. The loss of America is tied to the fact that Americans believe voting is how we control government. If you are throwing your hands up because the election has so much fraud and you can't control your government, and we've tried everything in our votes and it doesn't work, you are understanding or at least missing the problem that voting is not how we control government, it's what we do. Every other day of the year, our battle for to maintain our our individual rights, our state, our our own self-governance, the limited government is what you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every other day, every other year besides voting. And if all you're doing is dumping all your work on one day and then getting pissed off because the votes are corrupt, then you you're not doing your job. I, I don't I don't mean to be ugly, but let's just be truthful here. this is a problem
1: doing our job
0: this is you are part of the problem you are part of the problem hey Mary Beth uh we will get with you on that sure. so how does Mary Beth send me a private message uh on Somehow, I don't know. So what, how do what's that, happening
1: but. now? I believe that there's an exposure taking place. Yeah, that that's one thing. Yeah, and I, CFS was there earlier, said something to, to the effect of that, and, and that you know the subversive have have to be exposed. That's really one of the biggest things coming out of this. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I'm, I'm thankful for what's happening. Uh, in in one sense, first off, and let me say this because we we keep missing we keep missing this and i think on purpose m- by design um this election was a massive red wave yes. do not forget this no. election was a massive red wave
0: on the lower the red state seats, levels
1: red seats everywhere in every state legislature uh we gained states in the house or republicans gained states in the house and i'm just using that as a general measure of you know the the general ideology um gain in the house when that wasn't supposed to happen the seats they targeted in the senate uh didn't did not flip right that that is the way it is for other reasons um so the only thing different was the one at the top right that didn't translate to the one at the top allegedly so you know you could feel like well that indicates corruption but nevertheless that served as the big distraction so we're also focused on uh you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get this get this victory back for Trump, mm-hmm. and then when we see, you know, it looks like we're not succeeding as every every domino falls, then people are discouraged. And like, wait a minute, we the Republicans made massive gains all over this country, and I showed you the day. If you go to the show I did the day after the election, where the progressives were upset because they did not get the results they were looking for. And they prophesied that that there's going to be a massacre in the midterm elections against the Democrats and they would be out of power for the next 40 Mm -hmm. years. That's what the progressives said. It's not my prognostication. That was their own. So it's funny how all of their disappointment and all of their hand-wringing about the massive red wave that just happened last month, uh, has been completely lost in all the drama. And mm-hmm. everybody's going, it's over, it's over. Aside from this November, aside from what happened this November, okay, you can also throw in the last two elections to that cycle. Right. Midterms, and I did a show on this and showed you the numbers, the midterms historically swing hard against the incumbent party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: President Trump and the Republicans, in, when he first came to office, The election was a slaughter was unbelievable gains, red gains. The midterm elections, when it swung back against the Republicans, was the smallest reversal in history. Mm -hmm. When, when, When it swung back against Obama, it was the biggest. It was an absolute slaughter in the House. In Trump, it wasn't. So it's been gain after gain after gain and it's amazing how masterful the media and the left is now being to make you forget all of that all of the colossal unusual absolutely contrary to political history mm-hmm. gains that have been made consecutively over these last 40 years everybody has suddenly forgotten that because of the biden trump now drama going on mm-hmm. and 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 now having forgotten that everybody's oh it's over we're done it's incredible to me I, it, it's shameful of how we're allowing the leftist propaganda machine to pull the wool over our eyes and make it sound as if we've been utterly defeated because of this one office at the top of the ticket they they may have it may be that that was stolen it may be that that should have been a red seat also. Which further emphasizes my point that we would have won all of it. It would have been a massive slaughter from top to bottom, with no exception. But so I think it's pathetic how they're how they've distracted. Well, so Nate, unbelievable.
0: Nate Bama asks, it's taken them. I'll tell you, it's decades. We're talking 1833 when we stopped teaching the Constitution properly in the uh colleges and in our law schools uh the marxists started taking over our education in 1855 so what you have is a long-term plan to that that we are now feeling finally feeling the results of uh the uh deliberate dumbing down of america and so nate says how do we fix this the same way we got broken and that's what i was trying to say from the beginning Our goal should be creating a future of liberty for America, which means we've got to have the long term perspective. We've got to we've got to have what is necessary to keep us on the right path and not turning our backs on everything that we've gained because we have because we have. Uh, because we're frustrated with an election, because we're frustrated with people, because we're frustrated with parties. We need to keep plugging away. Yes. Do you know what
1: we cannot let we cannot we let cannot them make us up. go backwards no. from all the massive no. gains that we've made in the last four years? No. You can't let them reverse that by buying their narrative that it's all over. Yeah. This is crazy. This is it's nuts. like it, it, this would be like you know a, a heavyweight prize fight where you've got the guy on the ropes one more punch and you will knock him out yeah yet your corner throws the towel in and gives him the gives him the victory that would be that would be an absolute travesty we we cannot take this defeatist attitude after all we've gained these last 4 years we can't let them distract us from the victories that have been gained in these last four years.
0: And I'm not saying it's not worth being frustrated for about, and I'm not saying that it's something that we don't need to be concerned about. We do need to be concerned, but if there's, you were talking about leveraged against it it is against it is throw up your hands and give up. First off, let me just, let me just put this out there because I have been talking about this now until I've been blue in the face for seven years this is what we must understand, okay? JC, we've got governors shutting down businesses. We don't have enough business owners that will stand up to governors to keep their businesses open in the face of losing their business licenses. How do we possibly believe that we have enough people to, to create a some kind of of forceful main uh, forceful reassertion of our republic Mm -hmm. we don't have the numbers of the people with the fortitude to do this This we simply do not i put up on social media uh this last week five facts about our revolutionary war do you know That there is this meme floating around, JC, that says, we did it once, we can do it again. After all, there was a thousand farmers that defeated the British government. Um, No, it was not a thousand farmers that defeated the British government. That's ridiculous. We lost 28,000 lives in that, just on the battlefield. We lost another 17,000 to disease, another 12,000 in the prison camps. And that doesn't even count the number of people that lost their lives as the British troops went through and raised our cities to the ground. It was not. We had the French. We had the Spanish. We had the Dutch helping us. We had all of this. And I don't think people realize we fought for seven years. That was a 7-year war that cost us 20 in today's terms 29 billion dollars. You don't have people that will stand up to keep their business open who won't refuse to enforce government rules for them to keep their business open and their family out of the poorhouse. How are you going to sustain a 29 billion dollar battle in a 7-year war?
1: So let me let me point out I want to point out, highlight two comments. Um, All right. So Parker is, is our kind of defeatist. We love you, Parker, but Parker, Parker likes to poo poo. And so here's, here's the thing. Like here's one of the problems. Victories like Trump trampling the second amendment. So we have a danger of fixating on a singular thing, Mm -hmm. right? So Parker and I would be in hundred percent agreement there. Uh, the bump stop thing, you know. Yeah, take, absolutely. Take guns before due process. So we're not in disagreement.
0: No, we are not in disagreement.
1: But what we can't do is get fixated on the one thing. That one thing, uh, and then, it, and so because of that one thing, what victories? Mm-hmm. There are no victories. Okay, that's one thing compared to ninety-nine things I I could I could name for you. And then, uh, and then here, EJ, uh, similar thing. They were allowed to do this because they had the freedom to do so. You think they will allow that power to be reclaimed? What power? What power have they gained? What power do they have? Like so there's that fixation again on the president. So they have the presidency, they have all the power. But so so I, I just sit here and just said gain seats every state legislature, gain seats in the house. They didn't flip the seats they targeted in the Senate, right? And yet still, oh, they've have all this power. No, they've lost power consec in three consecutive elections. Mm-hmm. This administration has, has appointed thousands of judges in right. the different different courts. Now you have the Supreme Court, right? You he put these appointees and, and stuff, and uh but because of the nature of this controversy, they shirk their duties, right? Right. And you've talked about that because of how mm-hmm. they calculated and how they don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. In that but then we've we've spent the last year. Dealing with various cases that that have come through this court, mm-hmm. and specifically because of Gorsuch being on there right. and Kavanaugh following the rest, we've had tremendous victories. The New the York court case,
0: the New York case, been there. the New York case sent shockwaves through our country. The New York case put us closer to to not just religious liberty, but liberty and property rights than we have ever been in a very long time. I want to add to your yeah, example there. And I'm not there.
1: saying and, and this and agree, agree, Jeff, uh, Benjamin, agree. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying, you know, it's because the Republicans and no. we, we know not all of those are good. But right. I'm just using that as as a framework of, you know, what would generally align with our our ideology, you know, being forwarded. Right. We obviously know it's hit and miss with those guys. But but in general, uh, these have not been leftist gains. Mm -hmm. They're not radicals gaining these positions, gaining Mm -hmm. seats, gaining the places on on the justice system. Uh, The the court cases that the numerous court cases that you've done shows over and over again for the past year. Those weren't leftist wins. Right. They were wins for the Constitution. Right. We yes, we've had disappointments. Yes. They got the presidency, apparently, if this keeps going the same way. but look at what they didn't get. Yeah. And, and even listen to AOC and, and all the all the proletariat factory floor radicals are dis disapp- a are they're, they're totally beside themselves mm-hmm. about what they're not getting. Yeah. So I, I no, we didn't win it all. But the idea that we've not made we've not had any victories and therefore throw up our hands. We are really missing the picture and, and I think really evaluating what's going on here in, in an entirely wrong way and a very dangerous and defeating, self-defeating way.
0: I think we have to add a third category there, JC, to, to your sort of example. And we, I've seen multiple examples in, in our dealing with social media and all of this is that people say, Well, we don't have enough churches to do that will stand up. We don't have enough people that will stand up. We don't have that. that But here's the thing. If we keep saying why doesn't that person do that? Why doesn't this person do that? Instead of saying I need to do. Don't tell me what people won't do. Tell me what you will do. Mm-hmm. Because that's how solutions, that's how victories come. Not by shucking off what everybody else has to say, but or or will or will not do. That's part of the defeatist attitude. Well, I don't even need to try because nobody else will stand with me. How do you know? Every pivotal moment in history has been because one person stood and did one thing did you see my hater in the chat room well, and,
1: and at the same time
0: <laughs> chris Hall's not doing enough jc
1: well and at the same time you know the flip side of that is not one person is going to be able to do all of it right so everybody has to do what they can do
0: right if you're waiting they they for someone it. else to do it how do you know somebody's not waiting for you so be that person that takes a stand so that others will stand up with you. I mean, it's human nature. I do a, I do a psychological display of that in many of my classes. And, and you know, telling people, okay, it's time to get up and move. And they just look, look at each other. Is she serious? Yeah. Do I need to move? And then one person will stand up and then everybody else stands yeah, up. You, you, it's just human nature. But we have to be the ones that will right. do something. You
1: can't fixate on who's not doing what. That, yeah. I mean, that's that's a worth that's loser speak that's a worthless conversation yeah um so
0: we we here's the thing we don't like need I said, to parker, engage I, I,
1: parker i'm with you on all of that yeah we're 100 behind you you know the bump stocks and all that that's i'm with you and yeah I, and i know other people even in the chat room would disagree with you i would not yeah uh but
0: no we're we're uh, well first that's and one foremost aspect
1: that we keep fighting for but we i i would say here's the thing objectively looking at it from a constitutional lens. Uh, we had, we meaning the Constitution and constitutional principles, right. had more victories than losses right. in the last four years. Right. Now, we had some things that were outrageous and some things that were done by this administration. Right. Uh, Against the constitution That were outrageous And and we have to keep fighting that
0: But the bottom line is It's not about bump stocks anyway It's about the fact that the federal government Has no authority to say what we can and cannot own Period And so we are making progress in that with the education, you know, JC, it just occurred to me. We were talking about the good things that have come out of all of that, that we see coming out of this. You know, what are the greatest things? This goes back to Nate Bama's question how do we educate people, right? One of the greatest things that I am seeing is this wave of parents taking their children out of government schools. I mean, this is this is phenomenal wave of parents pulling their children out of out of school. I mean, covid drove them out and then the parents realized. No one. They realized, holy crap, this is what they're teaching our kids now mm-hmm. that it's in this house. Number two, they realized, hey, maybe it isn't impossible to teach my child at home. And number three, hey, look, there's a lot of resources out there where we can teach our children the truth. Right. I mean, we have we have Liberty dot com where you can learn the uh, and teach your children. Chris Ann and JC will teach right. your children. I mean there are you got the Ron Paul curriculum you've got all of these great ways to educate your children and so how do you educate well the the quickest way to educate is to start young mm-hmm. is to start young yes massive massive homes wave of homeschoolers if you want to see the quickest way to turn this around you start treat, teaching young people and JC 6 years ago we were telling people there's already a a liberty counterculture rising in That's America. Right. Yep. Already six years ago, those those high schoolers that we saw six years ago that were the, uh, the counterculture are now the 20 somethings. Mm-hmm. Those middle schoolers are now voting right. that are the high that were the 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 liberty counterculture six years ago. Some of those. We've seen them, Jace. I got goosebumps because I'm remembering some of those people that we trained have their own children now and are training them in our curriculum, in our Liberty First way. So we have to understand. We have to understand that the education is the key, and that's how we do that. So Jeff says, while we're on the subject of the second, how does an executive order override the Constitution? Uh, The 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 an executive order overrides the Constitution because the people comply with executive orders. That's the bottom line. That's the whole basis behind our movie noncompliant to show you how we have how how this tyrannical power creeps in. So, oh, so there you have it, Jeff. You need to go to noncompliantmovie.com. You need to get signed up for when our stuff, uh, when the movie is released, you get noticed, you help us share that because these are the solutions.
1: Well, and, you know, and then the other part of that is these agencies, just like we've seen. Again, I think the biggest thing is the exposure that's taken mm-hmm. place to Jeff's question. Um, we've seen how, how is executive order allowed to do that? Mm-hmm. We've, it's now been exposed of how infiltrated, Mm -hmm. These agencies are with subversive anti-American with anti-American subversives.
0: Well, let's not forget executive orders also come from governors, but executive orders are have a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. An executive order is is a mechanism for the leader of the executive branch, the head of the executive branch to communicate with his executive branch, executive orders are not supposed to reach outside the executive branch, and in no way, shape, or form, are they to be enforced. Excuse yeah. me, enforced as law on the people.
1: My message is: I don't want to. I don't want people to be, you know, um, discouraged. Discouraged, not the word, but I, I don't want people overly discouraged by setbacks. Don't, don't, don't get blinded by setbacks. That, no, that's my message. Here's: we're, this, we're not done we're not done.
0: Here's here's what I want to say. Do you, you when you're frustrated, you don't get discouraged. When you're frustrated, you get more focused. Turn that frustration into focus because when we when we come against these walls, when things are not working our way, it's just proof that we have to keep pushing in the right direction. Discouragement is is really Disarming yourself. Discouragement is defeating yourself. Turn that discouragement into a focus. Turn that frustration into a focus and be more resolved. I'm again, you know, I think in the terms of what our founder said and Mercy Otis Warren said, I have my fears, yet there is no receding. We must not recede. And this frustration, this discouragement, this this anybody is, oh, well, it's all over. Guess what? You are n- you are receding. You are not focused on the future. And focusing on the future is how we keep moving in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, Joanne, the Chinese Communist Party has infiltrated our republic. We I think we talked a little bit about that on the last show. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's going to be big, and it continues to unfold. Um, yeah, Australia released uh, Sky News. Australia released the the document of of all the names, and uh, there are Chinese Communist Party members all over this planet. That right, have infiltrated companies that have infiltrated government office, offices. Not too long ago, the the Chinese made a list of the U.S. governors that were friendly to mm-hmm. them. And, um, so, so be angry, be angry, but don't be, don't be, uh, don't be knocked out by the discouragement, right? We, we still have, we still have things to do. And, um, I wish we could just run through a list of all the things we see as we travel the groups and, and efforts at the local level efforts at the state level, It has simply continued to grow and expand. Over these last few years, we're packing out houses, guys. Kicking in high gear, people people, are getting refocused.
0: They are, thank you, refocused and focused, resolved. There has to be people must be resolved to see this all the way through. And so, uh, you know, Bill Barr resigns at this point. See you later, Bill. You should have never been there in the first place. You should have, he should have been removed from the get go. But once again, this is where. You know, people talk about the Trump administration. Trump's not in control of the people that have been put up underneath him. So we have to we have to understand that uh, it's not about party. It's not about Donald Trump. It's about principle. You want to know if these people are any good? Look at their past, see who they are, see what they've done. And so that's that's just simply the key. So we have got to be resolved. And here we go. We have uh, Jamie resolved to teach my children the truth. I mean, that's where we have to be. That's the future. That's why we have Liberty First University where you your middle schoolers can do this. Your high schoolers can do this. We even have uh, we even have people who are uh, in law school clubs with Liberty First dot com.
1: Well, it's well, going to be an interesting two years.
0: <sighs> it's going to be an interesting week.
1: It is. I'm just uh, I, I I feel like if things keep going, you know, if we capitalize on what what has been done mm-hmm. so far, I think midterms are going to be massive. The um, thing I'm concerned about is Republicans and, and conservatives are very good at um, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory that's the only problem. Once a guy like Trump and some of those folks are, are not leading the fight, then what, what kind of fight are we going to get? So we can't, we have to take up the slack. If it turns out, you know, turns out the ones are gone that mm-hmm. sort of opened the, kick the doors open uh, to allow us to do what we do. We have to keep going.
0: Right. Right. And
1: we got to keep doing it. Absolutely. Trump like, like him or hate him. And, and, you know, as I said, we criticize certain things, but the one the one positive thing is the way he changed uh, the dynamics of politics mm-hmm. forever, mm-hmm. in my opinion. If, yeah. we, if we don't lay it down, um, he he opened a new way. Right. And it's no longer the you know, it's no longer a choice right. between two swamps. Right. There's another way. There's another path that's yep. been opened and we have to continue that effort.
0: Well, thank you guys for joining us today. We love that you're always here with us.
1: It's uh, <laughs> yes, going to be a great game.
0: Go Gators. Go Gators. Do you think a yearly requirement, seven through 12th grade uh, of Ann's genealogy of the constitution might help?
1: <laughs> Dirty little secret, Nate <clears throat> Gators defense kind of sucks.
0: So um, yes, be a good game? I, what do you think? I think, requiring chris ann hall's genealogy yeah, of absolutely. the constitution would be a real step forward in uh, in re- in taking back our education system uh on that note i just want to say before you demand that the government teach the constitution make sure you verify who will be teaching it and what they will be teaching yeah. because government has been teaching civics now for a long time and because of what they're teaching Here we are today.
1: We'll put the Insurrection Act on the list.
0: On the list. On the list of stuff that we need to talk about. Out of time. All right, guys. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you same bat time, same bat channel tomorrow. God bless.